Hey, we're back for more Raw Raw Room Radio Podcast with OG Willikers. Episode 45. This week, we've got Antelope. Yep, that's right. Antelope. You may know him from the Fat Sweet, from Rockin' with K-Dutch, from making that awesome track with K-Benali and Let's Just Be, from the band Shake Alert. This guy does a lot of music. And if you don't know about him, here's your chance to learn. Check it out. Antelope. Yeah, that song was called Tundra Hand. Um, my name's Antelope. I'm here at the Rah Rah Room radio station broadcasting bunker way underground down on the south side of Santa Fe. Secret location. Can't tell. Um, yeah, so I'm here with the one and only OG Willikers. Hey, welcome, man. Glad to have you. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah. So what brings you here? Well, I've got, uh, you know, I've been doing a bunch of stuff. I stayed busy this winter, did some releases, working on some other stuff with some bands, and um, just wanted to get on and talk about some stuff and, you know, things I want to do moving forward. And so this seemed like a great way to do it. There's a bunch of people who listen and a bunch of people around, so. Yeah, cool. Well, um, let's start with letting these people, if they've never heard of you, don't know what you do, besides that last track. <laughs> <laughs> What uh? What would you say? How do you how do you introduce yourself to the world? Uh, well, I go by Antelope, and uh, I play in a couple bands. Shake Alert is one band. We're kind of like an Afrobeat funk band, and uh, we're about to release a CD here coming up this summer. Um, looking at playing some events on the rail yard and some other shows around town, stuff like that. So those are coming up. Um, and then I have another band, The Fat Sweet, which is, again, another funk band. There's a theme here. Um, 
And that one, we released some singles last year that the reporter wrote an article in, or wrote an article about, and yeah, we've been writing a bunch of new music, playing some gigs here and there, and staying busy, and then, yeah, there's the Antelope stuff, which is, I have some hip-hop albums I've done, or a hip-hop album I did with Kay Dutch, um, I have a beat tape that I did, like a little three-song EP, some other singles, something I did with uh, Kay Benali and Let's Just Be from Albuquerque. Um, you know, since I moved to New Mexico, I've worked with a bunch of people from all around. Actually, people have been pretty receptive, which is cool. So, Very yeah. collaborative spot. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, everyone has been really welcoming and just like super upfront and easy to work with. So, Where'd you uh, move from? Uh, Massachusetts, yeah. Grew up in New England, yeah. Came via New Hampshire. Was there for a little while. So. so, how long ago was that? I'm a little over four years. I'm like almost oh, okay. four and a half years in now. Yeah. Sweet, so, man. Well, yeah, that's getting cool. cozy. It's nice. Well, you've done quite a lot. Four years. You've put out multi-genre records. Performed. Yeah. Collaborated. That's awesome, man. You must yeah, be. Thank uh, you. You must be really dedicated. It's a. Uh, it's exciting because when I moved here, like a lot of things changed. I had a lot more time, and I was able to actually like I had time to make music for the first time, really. And and then I like you know equipped myself with the tools you need. You need a die. You need all these things. Um, so I got the stuff I needed, and then you know it kind of turned into like okay, now I have a studio space, and I have like a bunch of synthesizers, and there's a piano, and there's a drum set, and there's a trumpet, and like. Yeah, it just it just spiraled from there, and so since since I moved here, I, this is as much music as I've made in my entire life, like in the last four years, which has been great. Yeah, I've just felt the wave. It's been just you know, it's been really easy for some surprising reason. So that's awesome. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's been that's nice. Great. I'm I'm embracing it the best I can. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about. Forgive me for not knowing what to call it. Uh, that, that like that crazy like loop toy that you have that you're always <laughs> posting on, on your Instagram. I call it the techno calculator. Is my my uh, colloquial term for it, and um, it's made by this company, Teenage Engineering, from somewhere in Europe, like the Netherlands or something like that, and. Uh, it's basically like a miniature MPC. You can sample, like, I think it holds like 45 seconds of sampling. Um, it has an eight-step sequencer, and you can loop up to like 128 eight-step patterns. Mm. And it's got all the, you know, it's got 15 built-in effects, um, runs on battery, like audio in, audio out on um, eighth-inch. And then it has a microphone and a speaker. Yeah, it's a super cool little toy. They're like eighty bucks or something like that. And uh, you can you can they call it the pocket operator. I have the PO thirty three is the one. There's all these different numbered ones. They have like ones that just do bass. They have ones that are just drum machines. They have um, like vocoder style things. They're that's, wild. That's crazy. Yeah, I've seen I've seen those videos. I like that, the pocket operator. The pocket operator. It truly is pocket-sized, like pocket shirt, you know, pocket on a cargo shirt or something like that. Dude, it fits so good. I don't know if it sounds nerdy or, like, (laughs) a little, like, sexual. Right. Right. (laughs) It's it's just my pocket (laughs) operator, don't worry. I think the techno calculator is a little bit of a more accurate description I'm like, yeah, you like add a bunch of things together and then like you hit the play button and you have techno basically. Like that's the easiest <laughs> way to describe it. But you can change the BPM and add swing and all this stuff. So like I some of the beats on Tunderhand are just like straight off the techno calculator with some like compression and EQ and stuff like that. But um a lot of the beats uh, a couple probably at least half the album is beats off of that that I, you know, like played in real time. Not like tapping the buttons, but would press play and then like change patterns, do effects, stuff mm. like that. So, um, that's cool. So, yeah. so what other uh, instruments did you use to create that record? That one I use, I have tools. They're, I would call them instruments. Yeah. They're instruments for sure. Um, I have a Korg 
Minilog, which is a newer synthesizer they came out with. Mm. It's digitally controlled, but all the sounds and circuitry is analog. Um, and it's polyphonic, which means you can like press a bunch of keys at the same time. Um, Sweet. So that one's really cool, like great high-end synthesizer, like tons of cool effects. It has a built-in delay that sounds awesome. And um, really like just versatile. It has a lot of knobs on it for a small synthesizer. Um, so that one you can get a ton of cool sounds, a lot of cool like pad sounds, um, like just great for background effects. And then I got a micro Korg which mm. is an older one, like a cla- that's a classic synthesizer from like the 90s on a lot of old hip hop albums. And um, it just, that one is like fat, fat bass. Just, it's so, it's much smaller than the mini log and it's way less impressive looking, but like, oh God, it sounds so good. It is such a great sounding synthesizer. Yeah, I should have brought them over. I once acquired a micro cork from a friend okay yeah so you know all about the beauty no, of the micro cork <laughs> no i don't as well as i wish because uh he gave me the wrong um plug the power plug for it so when i plugged it in turned it on i just heard a little pop and a tiny puff of smoke and that was it. the magic smoke was released uh and that was the soul of the micro Never, never played again. <laughs> Shit. Do you still have it? We could probably fix it. No. No, that's fair. No, it's gone. Yeah. It's kind of a sore spot, actually. No, I understand. Yeah, I would. Between I would be... my, my, for my friend and for me, it was it was a bad thing. Yeah, I'd be real sore if something happened to one of my synthesizers. Yeah, they're great. That was another thing. Um, I never had synthesizers before I moved here because I, I played guitar too so there's some guitar on that album and um, I never had synthesizers before I moved here and I just saw a bunch of videos of them basically and I was like I should try one of those out and see what they are so I got the mini log which is an excellent starter synthesizer not like too much money and like I said real versatile tons of knobs like great way to learn about synthesis and um, those have been really helpful like tool or you know instruments for kind of inspiring new things to come out like new music and that sort of stuff so awesome you want to come in well, we, got a, we got the do- the guard dog is trying to get in the come studio on. all right all right life is good all right all right all right everyone's happy again where were we um Tell me about that song you did with uh, K. Benali and Let's Just Be. Yeah, that was a cool one. Um, I reached out to them with a few different beats, and they basically they just like sent back, yeah, we like this one, and you know we'll get back to you soon. And within a few weeks, they sent me back fully mixed, like ready to go, all the effects and stuff they wanted, and uh, it was great. Loaded it in. We sent it back forth a couple times, decided on a final mix, and um, it was a beat I had made. It was a really early on beat I had made when I was like trying to trying to figure out like how to do this stuff, like use a DAW and record and like make it sound reasonable. And um, so that one has no like mastering or anything on it. It's or no, what, did we master it? We may have run it through Lander or something online, I think. I think I ran it through Lander online. Um, um, so that one that one was mostly, like, mixed, and it was kind of early on, but I was happy the way it came out. And um, it's more, it's more like, I think it's more um, representative of, like, earlier stuff that I was doing, like, more like the Mayday album that you were on, um, those kinds of beats. It was from that era more so, whereas lately... I think that my production has gotten a little bit better. Um, I have some new toys and, um, you know, I've just learned a lot in the last year or so. And my style has changed. And um, so I think that's, it like harkens back more to an older time. But um, those were really, those were really cool beats. Like I think Mayday was a great album because same thing with that song Control. I just like reached out to a bunch of people and everyone got back and we like built this album together real quick and released it and it was so much fun so yeah yeah i remember on the the track i did 
I posted on Facebook one day last year, like, uh, something like, hey, who needs a, who wants to do a collab or who needs a feature? I'm burning through verses this week. Like, I was, it was like a crazy week where I was just writing, writing. They were just mm-hmm. coming out of me like crazy. And K Dutch sent me that beat. Mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, I want to get you on this. And I think that was like at noon. And like by the, by that, by like sunset, I had sent him the recorded. Dude, verse. you were like the first one to get back. Cause like, that was on our first round of like reaching out to a bunch of people. It was like, all right, let's do this. Like we got a bunch of beats. Let's send them out to different people. We had kind of talked about, um, who we wanted to send what and, um, sent him out and then yeah you got back right away and like right from then on i was like dude this is gonna be sick like and then boom they just came flying and like a billy free from down and crew says she got back pretty quickly um she kills it she i know it. yeah she did great same thing like just got back to it and it was like perfect dude i don't need to do anything um dylan got back right away you know dj cap immediately like as soon as we he was i think dj cap was the last person we were to contact because we weren't sure what we were going to do with that song and we, we, it was either going to be DJ Cap or we were going to, I think we were going to do another like synthesizer thing. I was going to do something. And we decided to do, uh, to do DJ Cap, and that was a good call. And so, but w- again, we reached out to him and like, boom, two weeks back, done, ready to go. So it was great. Yeah, it was a great experience. I'm generally pretty quick, but I have, I've learned about myself. I have like these periods of, of, uh, it, it like turns off like my muse takes a vacation mm-hmm. it's yeah weird no i know that feeling weird, but i got it back yeah i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna put on again <laughs> i'd like to put on the record that i owe uh k dutch a uh a vocoder vocoder hook for a song it's long overdue so on today what is today the 23rd 22nd 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 all right yeah i'm long overdue but it's coming casey i promise <laughs> you hear that <laughs> well cool well let's uh since we were talking about the song control let's play yeah let's track. do it but you didn't think that that will make it think twice holy shit that chick is rapping better than the guys and she just opened eyes yeah she just opened minds and anything is possible if you just give it time if you just give it life like there's no other choice people make decisions like they always play with toys i'm tired of the boys i'm tired of the noise and ladies talking gossip like that really fills a void void there's But we give you our soul What's really the normal? I've seen it all before I vase like the plan I'm turned into code Yo, shouldn't be sold Out of our hands and into the code This breaking the ice I don't do what I'm told Do what I'm told There was once a me There was once a you There was once a time When we believed in the truth Believed in our youth But now we believe in one over two Some over others Bondage stronger than glue That's really your mess When you can listen more And really talk less Trying to figure out the process And you're not getting too often craziness Rules the world Let's come up off it I'm looking for more solace No backouts and be about it Can't be clouded And get ready for action And not just shout it Find us grounded We the realest Why did you ever doubt us? We've lived for this The feeling is countless 
yeah, so I've got uh, I released a new album in March called Tunderhand, and um, that one was kind of a lot of those songs came out of a time when I was looking to collaborate with people, and um, for whatever reason, it didn't seem to work out, and, and timing, and um, you know, there was some like typos and emails and stuff that kind of bummed me out when I found out about it like four months later. But, um, so I had all this material and I just was sitting on it, like wondering what I was going to do with it. And I decided to release it. So I kind of reworked some of them as more like instrumentals. It is still, I think like a beat tape at heart, I guess I wouldn't call it really an album. And, um, so it was done with the intention of like having people on, and so as I was getting ready to release it, um, Insight, the organizer, another guy out of Santa Fe here, I think he's been on with the Beat Keepers, and uh, he had reached out to me, or he, him and I had been working on some other stuff together, and so I actually reached out to him, and he responded with um, with the verse, and then we did some more mixing on it. We ended up like adding a bridge section, adding some different sections towards the end, adding a vocal hook from K-Dutch, and... So now that one's almost ready to be re-released, but that was that was kind of the idea when I released the album is that these songs could be re-released as singles with vocals because I'm not much of a, a vocalist, whether it's a singer or a rapper or you know spoken word poet or you know pick your vocal poison of choice, but um, I don't really do any of that stuff. So it'd be nice to have people. It'd be nice to have people. Uh, do that you know i love working with people and like i said we added a whole bridge to tundra hand which is the song off the album that I did with insight and um i believe he's actually going to debut it at a festival up in the hemes this weekend so uh yeah check that out weekend. him and dj capper up there yeah so i think they're going to play that track which will be pretty cool that's cool yeah i yeah. was just listening to a newer episode of the Beekeepers podcast uh, nice there you go and it was their episode about themselves, which is the, usually they have guests on. Mm-hmm. But uh, Riggs, one of their members, moved away for about a year or so. He just came back. Oh, is he back? I never He's met back. Riggs. Yeah. I've been over to the Beekeep a bunch, and we've done a bunch of different things together, but I've never met Riggs now. Yeah, so this was his Welcome Home episode. Oh, shit. Him and Cap. I don't know where, uh, I don't know where Josh was, but, yeah. but the episode talked about this event oh. and now it's this weekend it's coming up and yeah. by the time you hear this episode it already happened yeah <laughs> i'm sure it was kick-ass though yes but they threw it down it will was it will was <laughs> yeah no it's cool i like cap's been really uh he's really taken to working with the beat keepers and he's like their dj works with the oc too mm-hmm. but the oc hasn't really been very dj centric in the last year just for whatever reason we haven't been creating a lot of new material yep and a lot of the shows we've been we haven't been organizing as many shows we've just been invited to other shows yep like so it was cool when when um when the beat keep kind of started working with him more so I'm like all right cool cuz we want we want to be able to keep cap too and being being in the loop and creative mm-hmm. stuff but the OC performances themselves hadn't haven't really worked that way lately yeah. so um like we did this little tour we had a DJ but it was uh it was organized by the DJ so many logistics involved I know I've never uh, I've never really like toured with a band before we played a bunch of gigs around here and um, played a couple times down in Albuquerque and stuff like that, but um, we mostly have stayed local and done recording and stuff like that. Has more been our focus than gigs. We basically gig to make a little bit of money and then go into the studio. So um, we've talked about touring and even yeah, like you guys just did in Arizona with the OC, like weekend stuff like that, where you just go bang out like three, four gigs, play with a couple people, like do some networking and. And it just, it's always, it's always so hard to get everyone on board. Like Shake Alert has seven people. Um, we're about to drop down to six because we're going to lose our, our, one of our percussion players, Dave Schaefer, which is like a tremendous, tremendous loss. I'm really bummed about it. And uh, so Dave Schaefer's moving to Brooklyn and uh, he's going to go tear it down in Brooklyn instead of Santa Fe. So he'll go find, he'll go find some cool cats to play with at Brooklyn. So. Uh, I'm excited for him. So he's fine. It's you guys that have to deal with the loss. We're gonna <laughs> suffer. Yeah, he's really he's like an he's like a just like totally educated, trained drummer, like hand drummer, African style, like Caribbean. Um, 
He's fucking great. Yeah. Dave Schaefer's the band. So, but Shakelar's got, you know, seven people in it. So the thought of organizing a tour of a band with seven people is daunting enough. And then the Fat Suite has five, which is still the same thing. And, like, people got kids and jobs and bills. That's what's cool about our crew is uh, if a member can't make it, you could still go. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're all all MCs and we just take turns. It's not like a drummer. Oh, the drummer can't come. You know. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. You, you can't go. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go and get substitutes, but generally, like, you know, substitutes want to get paid. And uh, when you're r- rolling with five people, like, you generally don't get paid that much. So there are some great Santa Fe. I've played with some of the most killer, killer sit-in players for gigs ever, and uh, they never ask for too much money, and they're always on time and play great. And, uh, so I can't, I can't really complain, but, um, to do a tour, like if I was, if someone asked me to sub in on a tour and they're like, oh yeah, you'll get like 40 bucks a day. I'd be like, they don't know if that's worth it. Like, it's kind of hard. It's hard to do. You know, every day starts to add up when you don't go to work. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of a labor of love. I know. Um, so yeah, I I found that like recording and, and, that kind of stuff and writing new music and is the better way to stay busy. Cause gigging in Santa Fe is, is a, a crapshoot. Like whether the gigs are there or not, they come in yeah. waves. I won't, I didn't play a gig for months and then I played four in two weeks, like three in a row and three nights in a row, which I was like, dude, <laughs> yeah. where were these the last three months? It would have been great to have one once a month, you know? So it's true. I mean, that's that's part of why I've become such like a organizer. Mm-hmm. Just I couldn't wait around, so I just started doing it. Like, all right, well, I'm not. Uh, it started when I was a young uh, guitar player in a punk band, and our band was not very good, so no <laughs> one wanted to book us. Yeah. How do you get started if you're not that good and you don't have? any history the classic conundrum yeah they're like well who are you and you're like dude how am i ever going to be somebody if i can't get a gig in this town because i'm nobody i was back warehouse 21 <laughs> had the promoter circle and it was this meeting where they would just let you throw shows at their spot Sick. and um uh i started throwing little shows and um that's how I got my first gigs because I gave myself the gigs. Yep. So now people invite me to play. It's great. Right. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah, you just you get going enough, get enough momentum. Once you have enough momentum, it just keeps going. I mean, you know, I remember the OC was. I think the OCC was the first show I ever went to in Santa Fe. Honestly. Oh, cool. Because I started working with Eric like right away, like two days after I moved here or something like that. And so he was one of the first people I met, and uh, or fluid, sorry. And uh, he invited, you guys had a show like right after that. And he was like, oh, dude, you got to come down and check it out. And it was like right down the street from my house. It was at, uh, I think it was at the Underground. Pretty sure it was at the Underground. We used to play there a lot. That was the old home. Way but... back when. And uh, I forget where I was going with this. Um, oh, we were talking about the scene in general but um i was talking i was going to bring up a point about how basically how you guys have managed to stay like around and yeah you've been around in different scenes like you said punk band solo singer songwriter like now doing oc and it's like there is yeah you can you can stay fresh and relevant here it just requires a little extra work i think yeah Yeah, it's uh I mean, I've been more about building outside of town. I mean, I still want to be in town, but I've been playing in this town for so many years that yeah. Uh, it's not, if I play a lot of shows in the town, that doesn't really do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd rather play here, you know, just a few times a year, and then focus more on performing regionally and beyond. So that's why what that Arizona run was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're planning a few more um, runs like that coming up regionally. Cool. Hell yeah. And um, got a big show coming up here in Santa Fe. It's going to be announced soon. So Sick. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, you can't just stay here 
No, no way. I mean, you can, <laughs> but if you're trying to perform, it's not. Yeah. It's not good enough. It's not ideal. Summertime yeah. is the best time. Like, things will get busy and, and we'll be playing and it'll be fine. And then, you know, the winter comes around and you hunker down. And I mean, the, uh, you know, with the time that we have in between gigs, like both of those bands have been so productive, like recording, doing albums, the Shake Alert album's coming out this summer, and that one's, you know, our entire discography, everything we have, it's over an hour long. Um, we recorded at Cabby Sound, recorded live. Um, it was sick, we like set up, we all got in the living room with, uh, with the drum set, and, uh, isolated our amps and all these bedrooms and we had like a nice headphone mix and um cabby did a great job keeping seven people's attention span for three days straight um we recorded like eight or ten hours a day and just like got down it was so fun and then uh yeah and so um with that downtime you know we've got an entire album coming out now the fat suite did a couple singles um that you can find on the reporter's website or on Bandcamp. um Stuff like that, yeah. There's there's an, a lot of time to really like expand and, and be creative. And so this winter, you know, with the Fat Suite, we've probably we we the Fat Suite started to play K Dutch's album um, Always Home. Um, he wanted to play that stuff live, and so we put this band together, which is uh, myself and Joe Hecker on drums, Brian Bakovich on keys, and then Neil Denton on bass. Um, and so we learned a bunch of Casey songs, and then I had some Antelope material that I thought could be band-worthy. Um, and since then, we've adopted a bunch of Antelope tunes. We played those live. Casey's written a couple new songs. Neil's written some songs. I've written some songs. Um, and so we've now, we went from having, you know, eight songs to, we're, we have like 17 or 18 songs just over the winter. Um, like ready to go. Like we've played them all at gigs. And, um, so like all that time that goes between gigs, it's just important to not get stagnant. It's really easy to like forget to, to like kind of keep it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know that. It's really easy. Yeah. It's really easy to get complacent and to like be like, maybe I'll change my band name and like try again in the spring. And so it's, it's hard to see it through with a band that, like, with a name or, like, an identity that you feel like isn't really working or, like, people don't seem to care for or people don't like for whatever reason. And uh, But I think it's important to, you know, follow it through to the end, whatever that means, you know. Like, you'll really know when something just isn't working out. Like, you'll, I think you would really know, so. Time with, like, uh, songs, beats mm. or vocals or whatever, I even if I'm like half, if I'm part way through the song and I don't really know if I like it or not, I still finish it. Mm-hmm. I always finish it. See, that's that's a good uh, that's a good thing to do. I don't I don't quite have that same. If I'm not into something, I'll just leave it. Like I don't polish and embellish it and go crazy, mm-hmm. but I'll finish the. Like if it's a beat, I'll make I'll I'll set it up into like four bar intro, sixteen bar. Yeah. verse make sure i got an eight bar hook repeat that a couple times end it yeah and you know fiddle with it just enough so it's like all right well that's generally a beat i'll set that down and then i'll go back to it i'm like and i make me make four or five of them mm-hmm. and i'll pick like two maybe three and those are the ones i'll do the cuts and the crazy EQs yeah and, and add some extra crashes and reverse symbols and builds and that's where I'll embellish if I've, but I'll listen, I'll finish it first and be like, okay, that is actually pretty cool. Even though I yeah. didn't like it halfway through. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a big thing for me. That's a really finish. good, that's a really good practice. Yeah. That's a, that's a real nice discipline to have. I should, uh, I should adopt some of that mentality. Um, but maybe, you know, if something's like crap, you're like, all right. Some stuff is, you might just know, but, but that's the me, kind I of never know. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I'll delete, like for sure. There are things that are like like totally. It's like just like one track of something, and I have no idea what I'm gonna do with it. But I revisit every once in a while, and like maybe the muse will strike this time, and maybe not. So um, there's a lot of there's a lot of backup stuff. So. 
if anyone wants if anyone wants junk to work with i have all kinds of like sampleable like stuff so just let me know like i said a, a big thing of coming on here was like kind of promoting collaboration more so than like the stuff i've done in the past like of tundra hand was my most recent project and uh, that one basically came from the you know from the wants to collaborate with people it was like you know i should just put these beats out there for real and you know let people know so um like i said only one taker so far insight insight came through as he always does he knows <laughs> he's all and i thought uh he's in K Dutch is working on one too, I think. I can never remember because K Dutch and I are always in the midst of like four to seven things. We were just recapping um, what we have sitting around, and he's working on a new album. And I've got two singles from him that are pretty much like polished and ready to go. Um, but again, like, you know, I just haven't, I just haven't, there is no excuse. I just haven't haven't finished them <laughs> for whatever reason those ones will come out soon though yeah i'm thinking uh thinking once the shake alert project is done i mean it's done we're just like fussing about album art now once once that project is released um it'll i feel like i can i can start on something more serious on my own but in the meantime i think i'll dump some singles out so yeah that's how i am man i i have I need to get better about this. I have too many projects going at once. Mm. Um, I have three separate solo projects. That Damn. But none of them are like, I'm making three albums on this. Ambi it's just like I have a few unfinished things. It's hard to explain. You, yeah, like different styles, different different like work, um, like instrumentation and stuff and like one's a collaboration with a producer so it's just the two of us mm -hmm. so that's its own project then i have a handful of solo tracks that i've just been writing so that kind of goes as, as just another so almost like maybe the follow-up to lights on for safety mm -hmm. the rest cool. record oh yeah that's how the last one was it was just like accumulated songs that i was making until the right ones came out um, and then I have another one, which is pretty much um, a lot of the unfinished tracks that didn't get done in time for my last album. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's almost like the, like if I were to release a deluxe version of the album. The director's have, cut. It would have like those songs, but instead I, I'm, I'm wanting to finish them and release it as almost like a, a a partner piece not like a sequel but um eps are very like an, therapeutic like an epilogue <laughs> is like an epilogue to lights on for safety okay you know, yeah. like the other songs from that project from oh. those sessions so those are the three and then i have a duo project with me and another mc that is an ep that's coming along sweet and then we got the sne citizens album which is also almost done. No way. And then I haven't got heard this about this yet. Other project called FAM, which is most of Outstanding Citizens and most of Under the Crown. It's the UTC guys, right? Yeah. And, um, and um, Art of Rhyme. Um, cool. So there are eight MCs in that group. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's actually done. It's recorded. It's just getting mixed by Ox Audio. He's mixing mastering. That's done. So... So I'm done with that, but I recorded like a little more than half of that album because uh, oh, wow. I recorded all the Santa Fe people here. Uh, okay. So I was like engineering that album, and, you know. So anyway, Sick. so that's like where I'm at. It's just like I want to even take on more stuff. Like I get inspired by certain ideas, and I was working on a beat tape. I decided to abandon that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The beat tapes are easy. It seems to be like ah, I don't really need to like do that right now. I don't think so. Well, I have it. It's finished. I just decided not to release it. Yeah. Well, then but I have a beat tape. <laughs> keep it in the bank, you know. You never know. You never know. You're going to be like, dude, I haven't released anything in months. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Well, Wolfman Jack, he got mad at me last year because I was like, I'm going to make a beat tape. And he's like, dude, you need to finish your album. Right. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. And that's when I finally buckled down and finished Lights got On it for done. Safety. Yep. But he had to give me a talking to. Yeah. <laughs> it can be hard. Yeah. I, um, 
working on Mayday with Casey, him and I have very different styles. I'm much more of the type to just be like, all right, cool, yeah, that sounds great. Let's just release it and like make sure it hits all the specifications and go for it. Whereas he has he has much more attention to detail than I do. So um, releasing Mayday with him was like an exercise for me to be like really slow down and like take into consideration all these things that I never really care to take into consideration. Because honestly. What I really like doing is I like playing music live. Like, I like playing with bands, and I like recording with bands and stuff like that. Like, I like making beats and making songs and recording stuff like that, but um, really playing live is, like, that's what I want to do more than anything else. So, um, but um, then when I did Tunderhand, Casey helped me with a lot of mixing and mastering on that one, and uh, he actually did. He mastered the whole thing, and... um, for him, it was that time. It was more an exercise for him to um, kind of pick up and, or like, I guess, I guess, drop a lot of the things that he usually like really focuses on. Because the whole, a lot of um, Tundra Hand is like recorded live, and there's not like a like a ton of looping on it. There's a good amount of looping, but um, a lot of like big long tracks and stuff like that. And um, so it's got, you know, it's imperfect, and it, it has some some parts of it that make it sound you know, a little more live, I think, than some of the other hip-hop stuff I've done and that is generally done, so. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's play some more music. Yeah, let's play The Way Home off of Tundra Hand. This is one that um, I did in the winter. This was actually the last song that got written for the album, and it got thrown on, like, super last minute. Um, I was house-sitting for the drummer in the fat suite, Joe, and he was on a road trip in California, and I was watching his house for him, and I had lugged all my stuff over there because he has a really nice practice space that we play in, and I spent this, it was when we were getting all that snow, and so we had a snow day from work on like a Friday, I think, and I spent a full Friday over there, and I recorded two songs, um, one of which... Uh, one of which has just like died in the hard drive of my computer as of now. Um, but the other one is this one, The Way Home, which the Fat Suite has adopted as a song that we play live. We just, we debuted it a couple weeks ago for the first time. So yeah, let's play The Way Home. Woo. Thank you. 
So yeah, that was the way home. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, dude. Appreciate the uh, the invite to come out and uh, talk a little bit about what I'm doing and what Santa Fe has done for me. You know. Yeah, it was overdue. Right. right? We've uh, collaborated on shows, on music, on rec- recordings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Um, I've never been to the Rara Room here, so it's about the time I came down here, and it's pretty close to my spot too. So I'll have to have you over at my spot too. Yeah, and um, I've been. I was trying to go over there for my album release to, to bring you a ticket. Oh, and that's I, right. I kept, yeah. I kept like, oh, I was too busy today. Time it. Yeah. The, we, oh, today was too busy. How about tomorrow? We were playing. We were playing some crazy like timing tag. It was like, dude, I'm available right now, and it's like, I'm not. And I was like, okay. I was like, bro, it'll be the same price at the door. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. Well, yeah. Uh, should we play another one? Yeah, let's uh, them off. let's do one of those ones that we were just talking about where you and I collaborated on. This one's from Mayday um, that was released in 2018. Um, and again, this one's featuring a bunch of New Mexico artists um, from here to Cruces, you know, um, and in between. So I just wanted to give a shout out, too, to uh, Kay Dutch for always, uh, always helping me out, working on stuff with me, and just generally being being a solid brother and, uh, you know, always being there, you know, him. he's a great dude. Absolutely. And, um, then of course, you know, I got to thank shake alert and fat sweet. Those guys are awesome. And they're always, uh, they're always inspiring and encouraging me to do new things and can make me write new music and make me practice and making me look bad when I show up to practice and, you know, keeps you on your toes. So, and, uh, yeah, for everyone else in Santa Fe who supported me or any of my bands in any way, appreciate it. Where the truth pop off Your life is always gold Bring the unexpected Not the silver screen My day to day is heartache Hard work, blessing and love Be rocking shades But every year Inhale the glamour drop off Who am I but a soul on earth Fighting to attain some relevance In a culture gone mad I rhyme about the things That mean too much But ain't nobody gonna pay me For the deep insights I have I'm woke but sleep too much I sweat and bleed for love My heart precarious The mic keep me grounded I spit reality This my soul work you see Don't wanna front like I know the mic keep me grounded And when I talk about getting old and breaking down I lean into that bullet since well new birth OG, you ready to drop some willy wisdom? Get out in front and fill your soul, brotherhood Even as I'm grabbing on, the mic is holding me up And still be holding it down, yeah And even as the wind howls, I'll be steady and calm We spit power and love And even as I'm grabbing on, the mic is holding me up and still we holding it down, yeah And even as the wind howls, I'll be steady and calm We spit power and love to look alive, I look inside to find my right direction. Turns out true north is never quite where I expected. I don't have to recite pie every time I'm on a record. Sometimes it's better to take my eyes off the metrics. What's a great line coming from a voice that never meant it? Wasting time for great minds that don't get to write their message. You get the best lessons when you test your ethics. Get your head checked to check out, understand your intentions. I've been given a gift, not talent, but opportunity. A chance to live a life guided by my melodies. A young MC may not see, we speak for communities. Stories told a tradition as old as human beings when the people gather what you say matters don't pander save the chatter and banter for the mumble rappers unless it's that cheddar you're after then go plastic manufactured you just whack bland and standard even as i'm grabbing on the mic is holding me up and still we holding it down yeah and even as the wind howls i'll be steady and calm we spit power and love and even as i'm grabbing on the mic is holding me up and still we holding it down, yeah And even as the wind howls, I'll be steady and calm We spit power and love Hey everybody, thanks again for listening to Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast with OG Willikers. We have a few outstanding citizens collective events coming up that I just had to share with you. 
First up, and this is the official first announcement, OCC will be going to Amarillo with the gift of gab from Blackalicious. We're taking Art of Rhyme, we're taking Stone Age music, and we're going to go rock a show to celebrate Parish One's birthday bash, live art, graffiti expo, awesome times. So come on out. Then we're coming back to Santa Fe to do our first monthly event, Brew Tap Boom Bap, live at Rufina Tap Room, Second Street Brewery's Rufina Tap Room location. There is so much going on at that event. We've got a pop-up market. We've got Art of Rhymes record release party. We're bringing Landon Wordswell into town. We got a beat battle hosted by Ra Ra Room Radio Podcast. We got B-Girls and B-Boys competing for a $100 cash prize. It's going to be nuts. And then we're going to do it again July 25th. But before July 25th, mark your calendars for July 6th. Because we're going to be rocking with Zion I, Equipto, and True Justice in Santa Fe at Tumble Root Brewery. The summer's packed, y'all. <laughs> 